most dogs will eat their own poop. I don't know that's about true. that. That's fact. Yeah. Like that's just like <laughs> most dogs will eat their poop. Most dogs will eat our poop. Well, I don't know about our poop. They'll eat cat poop. They won't eat my poop. That seems a little too telling. Dogs there. will eat cat poop. Yeah, that should, was one of the best I, things about when I got a dog. Is I quit. I had to quit. And I just quit doing the cat box. Yeah, like, it's all the know. kitty roca, man. <laughs> it's like, well, if you leave it out here, it's never going to get changed because. Uh, Dog take care of that shit. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> that is so gross. How could you just be okay with eating poop? I, I wasn't. I was just joking. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Well, I mean, you... you. I mean, okay, the dog can eat poop. I'm not telling them saying that you ate poop. I didn't eat poop. You didn't eat poop, just, right? what are you trying to say? Dude, freaking me out a little bit now. A little bit? Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grit. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. Brogan is over there. Dang it, Brogan. Yeah, see, we're still at the love <laughs> We're still at the lovely Wizards <laughs> Keep Games in Renton, Washington. And uh, well, Brogan has to uh, apparently he didn't realize that there was going to be an event today. And so he's got to run that event. So he's going to be running back and forth when people show up. Here he comes. This is fantastic. Take my name out. Oh your yeah, mouth. I should pot you up. Oh, there you go. Oh, there we are. Take my name out your mouth. Nope. <laughs> so you get to deal with all that. Uh, you need to fix your mic, and it's fine. But also with us is Jeff. Hey, everybody. And we got Scott. Hello. And with us today, and if I mess up your last name, I'll be very apologetic. Uh, Chris Staldinger. That that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. Oh, nice. You could add a little more German on there. Staltinger. Yeah, there it is. Whoa, the oh, I love accurate. the Germans. They're so fantastic. <laughs> Careful, man. There's a lot of bald white guys in here. I know. Maybe, uh, maybe I should use a amount, actually. That's the first thing that... Yeah. Uh, um, well, that is the Tacoma standard. You're bald, slightly overweight, varying degrees, and have a big old beard. <laughs> Again, also varying degrees. I think with uh, the... There's five... Oh, there's seven of us in here right now. Five of us are bald white guys, and it looks kind of like a rushing nest, uh, Russian nest. Doll, just the various <laughs> stages of beard and fat. So, <laughs> I don't know what kind of show you're running here, but it, dude, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grizz City Podcast, Chris. This is awesome. <laughs> So yeah, we'll make it weird for you right away. Um, uh, you are a, a the owner of Pretty Gritty Tours. Yes, that's what they tell me. And so some of the things that we've been trying to highlight uh, down here is like we highlight businesses, but we also highlight uh, Tacoma history and South Sound history. And fortunately, you combine both of the two. I, I'm the Venn diagram of all your needs. Now, did you grow up in the uh, the South Sound area, or where did you grow up? You know, I did not. I'm from the uh, Eastern Washington. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and sort of the whole kaleidoscope over there. I lived for a while in Spokane, the Tri Cities, Leavenworth. So, oh, yeah. back into the Germans. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do people actually live in Leavenworth? I just figured they just stayed there for the uh, for you know the holidays. The the vast majority yeah. of people in Leavenworth. You guys yeah. should describe Leavenworth to people because people outside of the state don't have any idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. Please oh, do, Chris. Yes. Well, it is a, a charming gem out in the Cascades 
Cascade Mountains that is modeled as an Alpen village. Uh, it looks like a like a cookie bread house. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just so much German kitsch, it's almost unbearable. The whole town is like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, about Leavenworth? Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, one of those ones where it's a destination for things such as Oktoberfest, yeah. which uh, I hear it's a madhouse. I, I've had a couple of friends who have been there for Oktoberfest, but it, it kind of scares me, that amount of people and that amount of beer. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no. It's, it's a lot. It's worth it. Is it's, it really? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> it's even better than you're expecting. It's <laughs> uh, and so, what brought you to this side of the uh, the mountains? Mm, originally, what brought me over is I went to school at Pacific Lutheran. Oh, University, okay, PLU actually. down yeah, in right. uh, the Spanaway area. Yep, yeah, down Parkland area. Man, we get a lot of people from PLU. There's really? been a ton. Really? Yeah. Uh, the uh, biologist was from PLU, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Susan, a, yeah. a bunch of the McGrog Zoo guys were oh, from yeah, PLU. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys probably all. A bunch of the actors. Uh, I think the um, the Penny Palabras. Palabras, uh, yeah. The main girl in that. Oh, she yeah, that's PLU. right. Yeah, PLU's killing it, right? Yeah, we're an accomplished crowd. Yeah. It must be. So... A testament to the school. <laughs> and so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Pretty Gritty Tours. Um, people can find it at prettygrittytours.com. And what was the inception of uh, this? Because I have to imagine that they're doing a tour of Tacoma. Some people, we, uh, we had Andrew on from uh, Tacoma Ghost Tours. Yeah, and so yeah. there was a real, you know, there's a real interesting part with those ghost tours. Um, but just there's an also interesting part about the history of Tacoma that maybe people don't necessarily realize that you can do a tour of a bunch of areas, not even including the downtown area, just beyond that. And so there's a big landscape of what you can do here. Absolutely. I think, I mean, that's the nail on the head right there. There just wasn't a tour scene in Tacoma. And even more importantly than that, Tacoma gets a terrible reputation. Yeah, and it uh I don't want to call Tacoma a pit because it's not anymore. Um but in the 70s it was bad. In the 80s and the 90s when I grew up, the 90s it was it got into its own issues. Um but yeah, you most people wouldn't consider Tacoma a destination and it's kind of turning into that sort of at this point right now. And I think it's had a long history of going back and forth of being the it destination then being the place that you avoid and then back <laughs> up again. And, and so we're just riding that wave. But I I very specifically wanted to sort of dispel that illusion. Because when I was going to PLU, it was like, don't go to Tacoma, man. You won't come back. <laughs> uh, and that's ridiculous. Because, like, you shouldn't have to drive all the way from PLU to Seattle just to go do something. Yeah. So. And that was, uh, I mean, there were certain areas, especially in the 90s, I remember, and I've mentioned this a bunch of times, you didn't go to Wright Park, ever. Yeah, and now you can you can just you can go there during the day and it's safe. Yeah, people think they're kids <laughs> there to look for like gold or what's a monkey shines a little oh, the glass oh, balls yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like right they have Park a metal is a f- detecting yeah. uh, community there too. Yeah, it's a, it's really? a community yeah. destination now, man. <laughs> and that's that's the thing, right? It's like all the places that you were supposed to avoid back then are now the places to buy real estate because they're the yep. affordable parts of town. So we don't know anybody that did something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just ended up uh, Central Tacoma. Oh uh, yeah, just bought a house there. Well, working on it, knock on. 
I think would. It's <laughs> one of those things that is terrifying, but I, I grew up in Tacoma and have moved around a bit and then came back here. And once my my wife got used to the idea of Tacoma and um, the the people, like Grit City is legit. Mm-hmm. Like people will, uh, they'll tell you their opinions about whatever you do. And one of the first things she ever had to deal with was a person giving her shit for bringing bags to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Because she was making them look bad. I love that. <laughs> it's like the thing that in, in most, like, you go to a lot of cities, right? And that's the thing you're supposed to do, right? You come here and they're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. It, it <laughs> Our bags aren't good enough for you? What? The lo- and the laws are changed. I have now changed in Tacoma. They, they have where you have to bring your own bags or they give the five cent fee like Seattle had. Um, but this was like, I think like two months before hand and she's like these people they're just this one lady just yelled at me and i was like yeah that's kind of tacoma at this point i'm like they'll talk to you whether you want them to or not mm-hmm. they'll give you that opinion it's the boston of the west coast <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, interesting Huh. Nice. Did you, you just, just do that yourself? Mind. I just made that up. <laughs> nice. Right that was pretty mind. good, man. Tacoma, good. the Boston of the West Coast. Uh, yeah. Yakima is the Palm Springs. Which uh, uh, no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna defend that. Okay, uh, uh, expli- yeah, show your work. Sign. Show They're, your work. First of all, they do have the sign. That so doesn't if mean nothing shit. else. You've got that. <laughs> but I used to judge it growing up in that Yakima area. I was like, that's that just rude, sucks. right? Yeah. But then we went to Palm Springs, and that place is horrible. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they don't have a miner's burger. They what the hell's a miner's burger? You've never had a miner's burger. I have oh. not. That's all we needed to know. It's about a you. legend. What? It's the best hamburger place. So think of like I'm trying to think what the best hamburger is in Tacoma like Frisco I like Freeze sp- is okay Frisco Freeze is good mm-hmm. I like uh, Spanky Burger now oh, this is this is a whole mm. this is a whole Reddit thread you guys right now I'm not even joking <laughs> They're, yeah. like, the yeah. miners burger 57 pages. is like Dick's Drive-In but the size of a dinner plate but the size what? of a dinner plate and if you can do a freestanding split in the door frame you eat for free for the day. Oh, well, I can't do that. <laughs> you took Taekwondo for a while, Brogan. You think you can do a split? Do the split? Yeah. No. <laughs> you don't get a free burger, man. That's okay. I'll pay for my miner's burger. Because most of the people... Oh, uh, we're going to have to road trip. See, and this is why all the people in Yakima are really flexible. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have the money to pay for the miner's burger, but they do have the time to... Focus on the splits. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I hate Yakima. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys used to travel there a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for work and for work <clears throat> and for no other good reason. So yeah, so should we or through. should we not road trip there? Uh, we already did that once and we never released that. Oh, we no, didn't, you, man. <laughs> I did. I, yeah, I went by myself and it was when we first started and, and we actually owe the Yakima Craft Brewing guys probably an episode for sure. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. just fuck it for fun. Yeah? Yeah, because I went in it there. but like weed out there. Mm-hmm. Oh. So all time. Really? Like basically always. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I didn't know that because I'm not from here, right? And so yeah. we show up for work and we get out of out of the van to get get our hotel and it just, the whole town reeks just dank, dude. Like just yeah? skunky the whole really? town. Yeah. Hot and I'm Valley like. is a thing, yo. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm thinking. It's yeah. all <laughs> We're all thinking it's like the people parked behind us or something, right? And it's just day after day because we're there for like three or four days. And finally, I asked the lady at the hotel. I'm like, "What's up with the smell?" I'm like, "Where are they drying the weed? Because I can smell it outside." And she's like, "No, it's the hops, man." I had no idea. It smells like weed the whole town. Wow. Yakima is a strange, strange little jammy. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, get up in your face. There. I gotta put it in my face. <laughs> yeah, you beer, do. especially uh, beer, because brewing there is a huge deal. They, yeah. they uh, Cascade Hops is like the nation's number one hops or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have some. Uh, some breweries. Well, and they've got Bale Breaker right That's what there, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. They've got the, that's like the family's, the largest hop grower. Really? Made their own brewery for their sons right in the smack dab middle of it. All right. So the tasting room yeah. is out in, in fact, the hops field. Normally. Yeah, cool, right? Oh, yeah. We should road trip on that. Yeah. Wizards Keep Games normally does carry Top Cutter, which is their oh, their yeah. flagship IP, fresh hop IPA. Ooh. Yeah. So and <clears throat> you're out. Here's something. Uh, Scott, drink it all. Slightly. Uh, I don't know if it's completely. Uh, uh, to the northwest, but yeah, we're in a game store right now. We're at Wizards Keep Games, one of our fine sponsors, uh, and we're back here in the back on one of the gaming tables. And uh, you, Chris, are enjoying a drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even. I this was just handed to me. It's uh, it is an IPA. <laughs> And it man, you just gave the fine. man one of my favorite beers. Well, he said, what's in the orange can? I said, oh, this? Done. Here you go. Fine. I just followed my heart to it. That's really. <laughs> I told him it was your for favorite. one million star credits, do you know who Bodhi Zaffa is? Oh, the Bodhi Zaffa. The Bodhi Zaffa. Uh, His best friend is mm-hmm. maybe also could be called Johnny Utah. Well, <laughs> well, you just no, gave it away right there. No is there. the short answer. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. see, I, I knew I wasn't giving it. Okay, uh, so have you ever seen the movie Point Break? No. The old one what? with Patrick. Oh. How old are you? Oh, I'm I'm 32. Well, you should. You should know. You should know. No, I'm not denying. I should be better culturally educated. Mm. Bodhi Zaffa is the name (laughs) of Patrick Swayze's character from Point Point Break. Break. Oh, and Johnny Utah is Keanu Reeves's character. Georgetown Brewery made a beer for both of them. Really? No way. There's a Johnny Utah. Yep, it's a lime in the movie. Oh. Is, is it, wasn't there a new Point Break? Yeah, yeah we don't talk about that. Fucking awful. We don't was talk it? about that. Did they use the yeah, same names? No. Yep. Uh-huh. No. I don't no, know. They didn't. That's why I, was, no. I haven't seen it. So. Oh, so it's a reimagining. Yeah, it's a reimagining. Uh-huh. It's a completely reimagining, and it's terrible. Does the first one hold up? The first, yes, yes. It does. Yeah. I watch it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I watch it when I, like, bleed myself. So you should watch it, and then immediately, at, oh, so you watch that, and then Bad Boys, and then watch Hot Fuzz, Ooh, <laughs> okay. which is you an homage to it. list. You should just be releasing Pretty much. a playlist. Yeah, but then we have to name ourselves Jesse, and we're not willing to do that. <laughs> Our buddy Jesse is a film freak. We should actually make him do podcasts. We should make him come in and be a I guest. Don't I, don't yeah. I don't know, Jesse. Yeah, we're Problem just talking is, about he things. won't do it. I guarantee it. <laughs> what's, he to, just, what's he do? sit at home and make lists for himself? Basically. Yeah, he, he reviews movies. He's got movie pass, and he'll yeah, do yeah. movie reviews. Oh, okay. Uh, With his movie pass? Just on his Facebook. Just for his friends? Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, that's how awesome. That's all he does. Well, he's been doing it since 1994. Yeah. Oh, dude, you guys have yeah. to introduce me to this Jesse yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Friends, Jesse, You and Jesse could be best friends. <laughs> now, I'm not going to gloss over the fact that, uh, Chris, you were talking about how you weren't culturally inclined when we asked you what Point Break was, because that's bullshit, because you've traveled the world. Okay. It's just a different culturally it is inclined. different, yeah, cultural sensitivity. Patrick Swayze is cultural everywhere. I would... I am going to actually, I'm going to put a pin in this. I have avoided a lot of the Swayze movies. Ooh. See, I had a mother who... Uh, Fuck this guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't let me finish. Uh, he's, he's a blood relative. Oh. What? Yeah. Holy, that, I, that comes with those that, good looks you've got, sir. Well, I do have a very nice jawline. I'll give you that. <laughs> but Swayze jawline Can you rip you a throat out, though? Uh, yeah. Do you know okay, what? Okay, so no, I've can seen Roadhouse. Name? Okay. Roadhouse. Okay. You have redeemed yourself. That is, and, that, and that was it for me. Next I was like, why, why go Ken? bigger than wow. perfect? Okay, so we will get to the other the the your world tours here but we gotta we gotta talk about the swayze justin's thing for overwhelmed right now yeah. 
yes. his hands are in the air. He's like, ex- what is going on? I didn't expect that. That is an unexpected thing. Like, this was not, I didn't, like, usually I do a little pre-interview and say, hey, what do you want to talk about? Swayze did not come up at all in this. So. Yeah, well, well I, and just- I don't drop the Swayze card. It's He's a distant. Okay, but, yeah. yeah. But we are uh, we are connected. He's like 23% on 23 and me, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You Swayze Gene is 23%. Yeah. <laughs> so is it anything along the lines of just like seeing him at a family reunion or functions or I, just no, never? Unfortunately, I never mm. got to meet the guy. Mm, but okay. the, uh, so my uncle, my mother's brother, married a Swayze. Uh, and ah. they're like cousins. And all the Swayze's look identical. <laughs> like just, you'll go, like, just go to like wedding pictures from my wedding on my Facebook and you'll be like, holy shit, there's so many Swayze's at this wedding. It's just like different <laughs> shades of Patrick different in attendance. 50 shades of Patrick. <laughs> 50 we don't need shades that. of Swayze. That's so hard to say. Yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't try. That's why I went with Patrick. <clears throat> Swayze <laughs> seems like it should be an action word right now for yeah. some reason. All right, <laughs> like so, are you Swayze so right now? related <laughs> to Patrick Swayze, did you see Next of Kin? No. Uh, I don't Which, think I've seen that one. Also, uh, so it's Patrick Swayze, uh, the, the main supporting actor, Liam fucking Neeson in the bushes what? with a bow and rattlesnake blood. What? Yep. Watch it. What was that again? I feel like you should write movie reviews. It's a movie all about you should. Patrick Swayze yeah. going, he's a cop in to, in Memphis. Okay. He's he's doing his cop thing. Uh, one of his weird hillbilly cousins from the hills uh-huh. where his kin live comes into town, fucks <laughs> around with kin. the wrong drug yeah. dealer's yeah, old lady Louisiana and gets yeah, killed. So then they send the crazy hillbilly family member mm-hmm. who decided that the cop isn't do the cop cousin who's cop. who he's given up on the hills. <laughs> got it. They right. send fucking Liam Neeson down. Oh shit! To fucking regulate, they're like, you got to go revenge our kin. And so now Patrick Swayze has got crazy hillbilly man up in the, from the hills down in the city, and they're trying to work together. But also like he's like, no, I'm a cop. You can't do things this way. You can't just shoot some dude with a crossbow with rattlesnake blood. That's not how we do things. Fuck and then I by can. the end of it all, the they fuck? team up and they get this fucking like weird school bus from the hills full of their hill people and they wipe out an entire gang community. Tell me that movie does not sound fucking awesome. I, I, I can't. That does sound amazing. The only thing I would have to argue about that is I'm hoping it's just you mis... Actually, I hope you don't misremember and they actually used rattlesnake blood instead of rattlesnake venom because that would be funnier. <laughs> no. Because actually, to be fair, what it was is one of the cousins is a snake man. Because he would go around and he would bring the snakes to the different weird oh. churches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. The weird snake oh, things. So they used the snakes in lots of different ways of killing these fucking drug dealers. So oh. you're probably right. It's probably not snake blood, but there's definitely weird Jesus snakes. I kind of <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I love that he did like snake, somewhere yeah. about halfway through there, he just mixed in another movie. <laughs> He's like, and then this alien came and you could see through it. And it was in the jungle. It was shooting late. Wait, no. That was the wrong movie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Yeah. I'm not wrong. That was actually basically the plot of that movie. No, yeah. you were dead on. Next uh, you can. Apparently, apparently Brogan is a savant with uh, Swayze movies. Yep. I knew that he was with Wesley Snipes movies because mm. when Netflix yes, was doing their... The Black Swayze. <laughs> As he's often described. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, I remember Brogan with Netflix would do the DVDs. He found every single Wesley Snipes movie. No, that was when I worked at Blockbuster, Buster, sir. Really? I bring those fuckers home from Blockbuster. Oh my oh. god, yeah. So it was just every single Wesley Snipes, like Ooh. the crappy... Like Eastern European ones that he thought that he didn't have to pay taxes on. Dude, Wesley like, Snipes had stuff. some good ass movies back yeah. in the day. Art of War. Well, I mean, mm. you could just say you could say he's 57? had some movies back Big in the day because there's a lot of them. Tr- 
Drop Zone. Rising Sun. That, Rising, Rising Sun? Sun's good. Yeah, yeah Drop the Zone. Other, is not. Another movie that somebody gets their throat attacked in. Blade. Blade. That's first, a lot of yeah. first blade. Yeah. Just by first blade. No, the other all two the blades. The oh, you shut no, the fuck up. All the blades. All right, now we're getting distracted. Let's go back and talk <laughs> about Chris. <laughs> so, Chris, um, now we're done with our Swayze break. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, where, how do you, yeah, the, the traveling around the world, because you have done a lot of traveling around the world, and that kind of is the basis of you uh, essentially creating a, a tour guide place in Tacoma? Yeah. Do you feel? Yeah, no, that's absolutely the foundation of it. Uh, and I'm not even really sure how to make this long story shorter. No, no, we got to podcast this is great uh, <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna conjure the spirit of my dear uncle swayze <laughs> um so i've always sort of been in the travel industry that was okay. sort of the beginning like before college through college and then after but its most modern adaptation was right after graduating uh my girlfriend and i decided that we wanted to travel together okay uh and her her big need for that was that we had to make money for it which i was like that's ridiculous but i i catered to her whim so we found a traveling gig where we could also get paid and we Perfect. moved to south korea oh wow yeah and where was, in where in south korea uh you're probably familiar with the town of pohong uh no <laughs> i was like I, there's like uh there's two maybe uh places that i know in south korea the and, and that's neither of them yeah pohong of south korea <laughs> You know, <laughs> Tacoma is the Pohong of America. Oh, yeah. It's and in fact, we got our start because when we Googled it, we were like, "Where the hell are we about to move?" There was nothing. There were two pictures. Uh, <laughs> one was of like this guy pulling a cart through a rice paddy, uh, and the other was of like. I don't know, the first steamship arriving in Pohang. And so, I mean, there's an entirely blank slate at that point. So yeah. if you're going to be writing articles and getting people to come out there, it's perfect because no one's done it before. Exactly. So oh, we're like, that's we, brilliant. That's back in the day when you could actually fill like Google up with something. Like we were original pioneers for Google. Perfect. Very exciting time for us. Uh, so we were only going to go for six months, but ended up staying for two years. Nice. So what what made you want to stay there for two years then? Man, Korea is amazing. Is it? It's so good. Like, worth just to kind of go, like, tourism style? Oh, yeah. I love the same thing about Korea that I love about Tacoma, where, like, it's not written for you. There's no, like, tourist industry or guidebook. It's just, like, you go, and it will be an authentic experience. That's a really good point with Tacoma. Yeah. Just look at the freeways around here. If you don't know how to drive here and you haven't lived here. That's it. Yeah. It's insane. That's when, uh, talking about my wife again, when she came down here, uh, it was, all right, no, no 38th Street, 56th and 72nd. That'll generally get you wherever you need to go. Yeah. Generally speaking, and try to avoid the freeways unless you want to be completely and utterly confused. Yeah. (laughs) Or just live there for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. You're like just right on the freeway. Yeah, Tacoma's in that weird spot, right, where you're not going south or north, or you, you just don't know exactly. It's an you, arterial turn. It's a <laughs> shitty spot, exactly, what you said, arterial turn. Yeah, yeah it, but it's interesting, too, because you can also get anywhere via the freeway, and in about 15 minutes, yep. you can yeah. get across town pretty easily if you know how to get there. Uh, after after uh, South Korea, you said you spent two years there. Yeah, so we spent two years in Korea, and then we came back to America, and immediately upon getting back, we entered a competition with USA Today and Rand McNally, mm-hmm. an unlikely partnership. That is no joke. Rand McNally's a strange jammy. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, they've been around forever, but they're still, like, 
active. They're always trying to revolutionize maps. The map. And that's I remember driving to uh, Arizona and using one of them big ass maps because there was no Google at the time. There's oh no yeah, GPS. Back no, in nothing no. like that. Couldn't get a TomTom. Nope. No, TomTom. <laughs> oh, good old TomTom. Actually, Mr. T. Rand McNally is responsible for all the mile markers in in the country. Really? Yeah. There. That wasn't a thing until Rand McNally is like, wow, you, you could label the miles. On, on a road. I figured that that was just one that the 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 Department of Transportation would just be like, well, this is to keep people safe, you know, so you know where you're going to be at, where you're stuck on the side of the road. Like, just like would have pre-thought that. Yeah, you know, you'd think, right? It's such a common sense thing. But no, it wasn't until much later that someone was like, hold up. Wait a second. We got to label <laughs> some things before people get lost forever. What was, uh, what was the competition? Uh, it was to chart... Small towns in America, and they had it set up for different categories. So it was like the most fun, the best food, uh, the friendliest. And my girlfriend at the time, now wife, and I both got most patriotic. Oh, so you found the most patriotic places in America? And it was a, it was a weird setup where these small towns had to like get enough votes online to be nominated and then we went to the top five i think and then voted on which one we felt and which uh about what time uh what uh years about the year that would have been 2011 okay that okay doing that yeah so it wasn't in too much in ancient history on that point. no no yeah <laughs> there <laughs> people so where is the most patriotic uh that's what i was saying in america yeah i'm not gonna uh I'm not going to not ask. Yeah, I mean, we got screwed with that category because how do you answer a question like that? Right. Like everyone's going to like the other the four other towns are going to hate you and you'll okay. never get to go back, by the way. Yeah, basically. No, we're not. We're no longer welcome there. Uh, so I just to give you some sense of the misery that we were faced with with this impossible decision. We had uh, Colonial Williamsburg. Ooh, Ooh uh, that Virginia, is a good one. Yeah. Which is like they still do reenactments, and like they had places where George Washington used to sit and talk to James Madison, and like the original colony is being excavated there currently. Wow! Yeah, so like they're digging like the, actual American Revolution artifacts. Yeah. Um, we had Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, which is like... Yeah, it's Missouri, doesn't matter. An active... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry, Missouri. Clarksville, you over Tennessee there, though, Virginia. was one of our, our votes. So you have these two military bases mm -hmm. where it's like, how do you not choose one of those? Uh, also, Emporia, Kansas. Uh, I don't know anything about Kansas. Uh, yeah. Not many people did. <laughs> uh, it it went very much under the radar, but they are the home of several of the like major civil rights movements, as well as oh, the wow. um, National Hall of Fame for teachers and educators in the country. Ooh, what? There's a teacher's hall of fame? Yeah. Like people who are like, no, it's time to progress the story of American like Coach academia. Carter would be there? I can only assume. He's Have a coach. Coach Carter. <laughs> Now, is that a Denzel I, movie? I feel like I was stuttering in the beginning when I told you I have a lack of cultural <laughs> information. <laughs> you racist. Oh, Jesus. Um, and so that was, was that four of them you said? And then. And then the, the winner oh. um, was Rapid City, South Dakota. 
Oh, so South Dakota has something. Now, why did you consider that the winner? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. Now, this decision, <laughs> you might think that it haunts me, but we had very good reasons for this. Uh, Rapid City, South Dakota is the home of Mount Rushmore. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but aside from just carving some president's faces into a cliffside, uh, we felt it told the entire story of the American dream. Uh, it's, it's a major stop for road trips. True. Uh, so it brings in sort of that modern aspect to it. It is the home of so many First Nations tribes uh, out in the Black Hills there. They're, in fact, working on the Crazy Horse Monument. So it sort of worked in the prehistory mm-hmm. of American Revolution. Uh, it was like the home of Deadwood and sort of that American oh, West. I Kenny love that Foster show. has a delicious steakhouse there I've been to. Does he really? It's also an active military base. So it's a whole thing. It's, it, it does have everything. It was the military. It was the civilian. It was the road trip. It was the Native American. It had everything. Have you seen Dances with Wolves? Okay, see, now there, I have. <laughs> if we're going to talk Kevin Costner, I'm all over that. Waterworld? Oh, oh I was about to bring God, it up. God, man. The Waterworld. Postman. Yuck. Yes. Yuck. Weirdly enough, the bodyguard. The yeah. Hey, okay, I like the Dangerous liaisons. Ooh, yes. I was right up to with you till there. And then was I that the one with out. Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah. I'm not sure that he was in it. I was just throwing out a... <laughs> no, I was like, I've never seen that shit. <laughs> seen you do, I was just trying <laughs> to... Sounds terrible. <laughs> Kevin Costner there's no guns in it. gets paired with a lot of like beautiful co-actresses, weirdly. He's yeah. sort of like a Nicolas Cage, where you're like, how did that happen? Yeah, but Nicolas Cage is, well, he names his child Kal-El. That's all you need to worry about yeah, with that's him. that's fair. Well, well Shaq named himself Kal-El. Did he? No. Yeah, he did. The son of... That's Superman's real name, right? Yeah. Yeah, know. he called himself Kal-El for a while. Really? Yeah. He's I am fucking the son, Shaq. I am the chosen yeah. son I guess he gets of to do Krypton, because <laughs> he's giant, and he looks really good in the Gold Bond commercials. That's true. Even yeah, to bro, this day. Don't you got some uh, some customers or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> so that was about 2011. Yep. Uh, uh, when did uh, Pretty Gritty Tour start? 2016. Okay, so we still got five years to fill. Yeah. So <laughs> the we'll we'll advance the story even faster. So after that, that sort of launched our career. We were doing a lot of um, video and blogging in mm-hmm. South Korea. And just sort of like, like I said, putting something on the map, literally, for Google. And had like a mild celebrity developing while we were in Korea. Fun. Uh, and then we really learned the ins and the outs of like the travel blogging industry when we were doing the competition with Rand McNally. And after that, we just went full throttle with it. So my wife, Tani, and I became travel bloggers, which is a horrible term for the industry, but it's what we were. And that, it, it, it gets the point pretty well across at that as well yeah and and you've dabbled in other media you do have video production that goes alongside with all of that also audio production i've seen that you've done some podcasts on the website as well yeah so you're 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 familiar with all sorts of those media that really have taken off and uh, especially with stuff like the travel channel and all of those people oh yeah can't necessarily go to these things but they want to learn about them oh and that was the thing so we were that's what we were doing we were on tlc for a little while well tlc asia I think that's important. fun. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Tani writes for National Geographic. I was doing video production for USA Today after that. And we were constantly going on different tours and tourism events and then trying to share that story with people. Now, you said you went to PLU. Did you go to PLU for this sort of thing? Or did, did, did like, because you, you were, you said you wanted to travel and, and your girlfriend wanted to make money on it. And, yeah. and this is, seems like you created a life and a career on this. Was that really ever the intention or is it just kind of a fun happenstance? Well, if you were to, if you were to go back and, and look at it, 
from this angle, it would look like we designed it this way. Absolutely, yeah. Because uh, so my wife now I met at PLU. Uh, and she's the one who traveled with me to Korea. Mm-hmm. And we actually met on a study abroad trip uh, climbing Kilimanjaro. Wow. And I was on that trip studying travel writing, and she was taking a travel video course, which is ironic because now we do the opposites <laughs> of those. Uh, but, yeah, so it looked like from all angles, it looked like, oh, we designed it this way. But the travel blogging industry didn't really exist at the time. Like, so you just got in on the ground floor saying, hey, this is something we'd like to do. And since you're starting it, wow. So you essentially helped write the playbook of what people are looking for when it's doing when they're doing travel blogs. And- I mean, I don't want to brag. but <laughs> Well, no, this is exactly what you're doing. Yeah. I love yeah, it. No, Why we, not, we, were, we were the pioneers. We were in the Wild West of digital media at the time. So, yeah. Fantastic. And uh, you're bringing it all around here to kind of hi- to essentially highlight Tacoma. Yeah. Hey guys, do you like board games? Do you like miniature games? Do you like card games? Do you like any kind of game that doesn't require a battery in it? Well, let me tell you about our partner, Wizards Keep Games and Renton. They're up there at 17148 116th Avenue Southeast in Renton, Washington. Go up there, check them out, tell them you heard about them on the podcast. They've got nightly events, they've got magic tournaments, they've got board game days, they've got specials, they've got all kinds of stuff. Go in there, and if you make any purchase over $20, you get an entry into a drawing. Good for $100 in-store credit if you win. Oh, dang! It is announced at the end of every month in the newsletter, and I heard the owner is pretty awesome. And I also heard that the employees are all right. So, get in there, check them out, have a good time, support a local business, and learn about games. Where can you find it? Online? Oh, yeah. Wizardkeepgames.com. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on, I think there's, yeah, there's Twitter, and there's an Instagram. Perfect. So, get it. Wizards Keep Games. Yeah, them. Hey, everybody. It's Justin, and I'm here to talk about the Lindsay Jackman Group. Now, Lindsay Jackman understands that buying and selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's a life-changing experience. And that's why they have highly seasoned real estate professionals, and they're dedicated to providing exceptional, personalized service for everyone. They take a lot of great pride in the relationships they build, and they're going to work relentlessly on your behalf to help you achieve your real estate goals. Uh, Definitely check them out. You can contact Lindsay Jackman at 253-857-3316. She's located on 7201 Pioneer Way in Gig Harbor, and you can find all of that information just by searching for the Lindsay Jackman Group. Check it out. The way that I found you was via uh, King Five News mm. did an article or a, a, an article and a video of video production, and they were highlighting the stuff that you uh, were pretty gritty tours and. W- what it was that interests me was one of the first shots was talking about the top of Tacoma. Oh, yeah. Most people generally will mm. just focus on downtown. And the entire video article was you talking about the east side, which I'm currently living in. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you soon- still technically will be living on the east side. Will it? Is it still the, still the east like side? That's like central. Because you're still on like, the side of Pacific. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> See, you lied to me earlier. You said you were in central Tacoma. That's what uh, I thought. It's only, he's only on the wrong side of the tracks. Oh. Like, literally. Oh. By the way, I have a question. Yeah, lay down. Did you climb, climb Mount Kilimanjaro? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Cliffhanger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Fair enough. I want like a gold star or something every time I've seen a video that's in your lexicon. This is true. I feel like... I mean, John Lithgow was really good in that. He wasn't no Dexter, but he was the bad guy. Okay. John, he had an understated career. Like, he's done a I lot disagree. of I agree. He did children's music. In fact, my wife has got a DVD or a CD in the car of children's song, and one of them is called I'm a Manatee. And it goes, I'm a manatee. <laughs> I want to be your friend. But this is what I'm talking about. He's he's had such a rich and colorful yeah. like, history. He used to choke white sun. women out no. butt naked in Dexter. Oh, I was like yeah. in Dexter. I was like, wait a minute. That was, that was an important t- caveat yeah, to that there's statement. there's some TMZ <laughs> shit right here. That's coming out on his next children yes. album. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of Top of Tacoma, you hear they just sold out? Uh, they are being bought by one of the big Seattle nightclub owners. Yes. Yeah. That'll be interesting. I wonder if they're, if that's going to affect uh, Taco Thursdays. I was going to say, is that official? Is that on it's the official. It was on the news. Oh. Well, newspaper. Good for her, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's still got her, her jammy going yep. on down there with uh, Seven Seas Brewery. Mm. And it can't be a bad thing. Dude, like, no. Top she, of Tacoma yeah. is at its point where they need to grow or do something different. Well, and I guess to be fair in that narrative, when Top of Tacoma originally bought it from, I think it was like Murray's? What was the bar? It was empty for a while. Yeah. Like, across the street but it was like the neighborhood bar for a yeah. while there. Well, there's Parkies right down the street too, which is no oh, joke. Yeah. You can go get a wine slushy. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, that's not even a movie, son. So what it is, they actually make these wine drinks because they're only beer and wine. Okay. They don't serve, serve liquor, but they have a granita machine where they crush up ice and they mix it with different flavors of wine and syrup. hey Where the fuck is this at? Parkies, right on the corner. Right oh. Same block. Really? Yeah. Uh, Lana Nicewitter's dad owns it. Oh. Uh, wife is going to love that. Parkies is a great bar. I didn't yeah. know they did wine slushies, though. Yeah, and they have the best snacks. Like you, My snack foods are delicious here at Wizards Keep Games. The snacks that they have at Parkies, they have like Costco size snack bags that you can buy. Really? They don't serve actual food. Oh, uh, so they got to do something. To, yeah, so you can go and buy like a 500 pound bag of combos. You, you know about combos? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite? Yeah, he's going to grill you on. He's going to grill you on. What's your favorite combo flavor? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's the Muddy Buddy flavor. You don't know what a combo is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, combo, combo is like it's a little pretzel thing dipped in chocolate, right? No, they are the ones that uh, you are half correct. Yeah, they're pretzels, but they've got flavors on the inside. They're like a dog treat, weird. kinda. Yes, you're not wrong. Oh, you're not wrong. No, I don't it's know like what a, a combo pretzel is. on the outside with some no. squishy stuff on the middle. Yeah, it's Usually, like it's like cheese like or like pepperoni pizza or okay. buffalo yeah. wild wings. Oh, the buffalo flavor. Yeah, ones the buffalo ones are legit. I feel like we we're on the wrong foot here. Let's let's bring it back to something that I'm I'm good with. Okay, so here on out. You can ask me questions about Tacoma Tours, maritime knowledge, or Korean pop music. And from there... K-pop. K-pop. I don't know any K-pop, but man, I know some baby metal from Japan. That shit is awesome. Yeah, it is. They're legit. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what the original point before Brogan completely derailed it with movie movie, uh, quiz. Uh, I saw you on King 5. East Tacoma. Yeah, in East Tacoma. And it was interesting because people don't realize that there's more than just downtown. They see what downtown town is and how they're doing these changing but the history of the east side was that they were the builders of tacoma yeah absolutely uh like literally the carpenters and the shipwrights and all these people who were actually building the city ended up 
shacking up in East Tacoma. And so they're living out in this district, and it's always had that residential feel to it. Like, the bars that are there are the bars where people, at the end of the day, go and drink, not the ones where tourists go and visit. And you were pointing out, like, even in the in the, in the video, like, specific architecture, and you knew, like, like how did you find out about, like, the one house where the guy built? Like, like, is, like how deep are you going into the knowledge with this? Because it seemed like uh, just on that little five-minute video that you knew a pretty good amount of uh, what is going on on the on the east side i i think it's important that i give a disclaimer okay. here because i don't consider myself a tacoma historian okay uh just because that industry is very i don't know competitive scary mm-hmm. like if you've encountered <laughs> the tacoma illuminati we know a couple of tacoma yeah. historians yeah like they're very yeah, serious from the ghost tours he'll skin you oh yeah like he's <laughs> he, he knows well, we're not talking about ghost tours on stuff, this right <laughs> Um, and the thing is, because people are so competitive and serious about that, uh, that's not the industry that we ever wanted to get into. Okay. It's it's a byproduct of what we do. I, if anything, I'm an investigator and a storyteller. So there's a lot of resources available to discover this information. My calling is to repurpose it so that it's digestible. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so as far as the East Tacoma tour goes, I mean, the Historical Society, the Historic Preservation Society, Society, uh, Michael Sullivan, these people have done so much work to discover the minutia of East Tacoma and the whole city in general, uh, but there's so little done to actually promote it to the people who are interested. Tacoma seems to have uh, a little bit of a promotion issue. I uh, agree. A lot of uh, they, uh, Tacoma is definitely in the the thoughts of. We want to make sure and preserve our character identity, uh, sometimes to the benefit and sometimes to uh, less than a benefit. <laughs> um, like the detriment? Yes, exactly. Thank you. Words are good. Words are great. Um, so it's good to see that you've got that and that you're able to facilitate that and bring it out to people. We're certainly trying, at least. Uh, and people can find it at uh, prettygrittytours.com, and you've got a whole bunch of different tours. Um, do you have a favorite story of the East Side, uh, one that um, you will always bring up on the tour? Not to sell the tour short, but, you know, a little lead-in for it. No, that's fair. Um well, okay, so we were talking earlier about sort of uh, that house that mm-hmm. I discovered, right? Yeah. And it's the oldest historically preserved structure in East Tacoma, and it belonged to a man named Rod Holgersen. Holgersen! He, he was a, uh, yeah, very good Norwegian immigrant, uh, and like quintessential Tacoma, he was just a dude making carpentry. Like, that was his trade. And the only reason he put this house out there is because his wife was like, listen... You need to build me a house. <laughs> and if you do not, it's over. And he was like, well... Like a good woman? Damn it, yeah. So he builds this house that is virtually untouched for the last, I think, like 120 years. Where's it at? It's right on the corner. Uh, so if you go from top of Tacoma north one block and then west two blocks. I'm trying to think what the cross street is. Yeah, G. Yeah, God. I used to live on 36th and G. It, it looks like a gingerbread house. Right there. Yeah. I mean, it was right that was some there. Rain Man right there, exactly dude. I exactly what house you're talking about. Yeah. Is it yellow right now? I think it's like brown, pink, and white. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Neapolitan it ice cream. Jesus. Color. I'm like, mm. yeah. yeah. I used to live two blocks from the house for a while. That is oh, literally a Neapolitan ice cream. Methodist yeah. church? Yeah, uh, you know where the school is right there? Yeah. yeah Talk into your microphone, asshole. God damn it. This Act like you're on a podcast son <laughs> uh, I just 
No, so I was two blocks. I love it. He's got to put on his headphones and his mic, and you got up to adjust it for him. That's so cute. You guys are I so love cute. You, boo-boo. Um, <laughs> fucking professionals. No, so I was right there on 36 and G. Uh, the house was built in 1907. Like, that whole block is one million years old. Yeah. Right behind that church. That area is just ancient. And that's the thing. Like, I love all that all that all old architecture. That's when, when I was looking for a house. Yeah, the basement thing was huge. Like, oh, yeah. I wanted a basement. I found a house that was better along the line, those lines, and I don't have to worry about a fucking basement, because mm-hmm. guess what? Those are problems. But, like... It, there was just a, all these old houses that are out there right now between like 1890 and 1920. Right? And, and they're fantastic. Tacoma, like, they all have their own weird character. So I think Tacoma gets that bad rap because it keeps hitting some sort of financial crisis mm-hmm. like every 30 years. Uh, but that's the reason we have all this rad architecture right now. Yeah. Like Seattle's just like, eh, bulldoze it. Yeah. And I mean, Tacoma had a little bit of that uh, with the downtown. But for the mm. most part, they've kept a lot of the old brick buildings. There's some of them that are, are no longer around. But then we get to see stuff like the the Knights of uh, Pythias. Oh, did, yeah. Did I say that right? <laughs> yeah, they've been around for a long time. And there's literally like a giant meeting hall inside of a building that is just absolutely insane. I'm still like <laughs> astounded by that thing. So wait, are you guys Knights of Pythias? <laughs> Not yet. No, we talk okay. about We're it every time. Remembers. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, Squires yeah. of Pythia. We, uh, yeah. I, I think Squires is a That's thing, worse. isn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think we're actually That's under, an actual thing, yeah. yeah so we're That's not a, even squires. That's a full uh, title, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we, Fans. Yeah. <laughs> Fans. All right, have you seen Fight Club? Oh, yeah. We're standing on the doorstep right now waiting for Bob's bitch tits to let us in the door. <laughs> That's fair. See, okay. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. I know you're not. Um, but... Uh, Tacoma is more than the downtown that we were talking about in the east side. Mm-hmm. What are some of your other favorite stories just of Tacoma in general? Hmm. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, I'm a huge fan of the South Tacoma Way strip. Basically from Bob's Java Jive mm-hmm. all the way down into sort of like the Edison. Also in a John Cusack movie. Really? Which John Cusack yeah. movie? Uh, Better Off Dead. Was it really? Wait. No, Bob no. Is in there? better off dead or the one with the stupid boombox. Either is way, that better off he dead? made a phone call from know. a phone booth and Job, Bob Shavage. I'll look it up. All right, What's he's that? gonna have to Google that one. I'm a huge fan of Better Off Dead, but I don't remember Bob's it, in there. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I'm gonna tap out on all these movies because it sounds challenge. Was it like Love Actually? Is that a John Cusack movie? <laughs> I don't know. Who's John Cusack? You don't know who John Cusack is? Uh, Has he been Cusack's in anything good? Uh, he's been Gross in some Point movie. Blank. Uh, That's actually uh, probably his best movie. That's the one where he was like an assassin or something. Yeah. I think I've seen that one. Back to Uh, South Tacoma Way. mm -hmm. So they themselves are doing actually a a revitalizing project uh, right around 56th. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, I just remember it being um, shitty dive bars and car car lots. I mean, that was where Uh, my... Say anything. I'll say anything. Uh All right, cool. And then my my grandpa used to take me down to the uh, the old Chinese restaurant. Or my grandpa did, and uh, he would drink in the bar, and I would have to sit there bored, and that's what I know about South Tacoma Way. Golden Dragon? Yes! Oh, man. Okay. So, do you know what the Golden Dragon was before it was the Golden Dragon? A martial arts store? No. Martial arts store? Well, no, because Golden Dragon was the... No, it was Golden... Golden Masters was okay. right there across the street. Yeah. So Golden Dragon. Golden Dragon was originally, way back early 1900s, the real art theater... Uh, oh. Built by my personal Tacoma hero, Radnor Pratsik, 
who went by Rad. Yes, because he, he is not. Uh, he was one of the, I think he may be the only person from Tacoma to have competed in the Trans-Pacific Sailing Rally. Wow. Yeah, like he was, he was a maritime hero. Big deal. But uh, he built three theaters, like all next to each other on South Tacoma Way. And this was like in the golden age of silent films. Okay. Uh, which was pretty influential in Tacoma. I won't get into that yet. Uh, but the real art was the only one where there was like a viewing gallery where if you had a kid, you could go into this soundproof booth and watch the film while taking care of your kid. So your kid didn't ruin it for everyone exactly. else. Exactly. Which I'm like, every day. How why do we still not have those? Right? What the God hell? damn it. I have two kids now, and I haven't seen a movie in a theater. <laughs> it's because you're a good human. <laughs> I know. I was... And now we also know why you haven't seen any movies. Yeah. So basically, I've just been slinging kids since the days of Swayze. <laughs> So that is amazing. Like, I, I didn't even realize any of that. I literally just knew it as car lots and the bars that were apparently were silent Which film I theaters. I think is an homage to the area. It's always been, uh, I, well, classic dive bars. I hate to say Shout shitty Shout out dive to bar. the Mule yeah. Tavern. There you go. Mule Tavern is a phenomenal place. Yeah, right. Sammy. Grit City Sirens does their stuff out no. there. Really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sammy uh, Hooley is the dude's name that owns it. Mm -hmm. And he does the best Moscow mules. He makes his own. Really? Really? Beer and shit. What? Yeah, you can get it to go in like. Thingies. I'm going. We got to go. We got to do that. <laughs> Seriously, the mule is legit. Yeah, they do good work in there. Oh, this uh, Edison fun. City Alehouse is a sweet mm -hmm. spot oh, down there. Oh, yeah, those people. They were the 300, the world of beer for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, comedy shows go there to die. Mm -hmm. Good people, though. <laughs> That's uh, it, it, like, it's it, it's interesting yeah. just to see. Fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that out loud, did I? Fuck. I'm sorry. I don't know Cut that out. Okay, yeah, I'll cut that out. I'm not even taking the time on that one. Uh, we've it's it's fun to see it changing as it's going along. Mm -hmm. Are there are there changes that you are super stoked about down that area? Uh, you talked about Edison. You talked about some of the other stuff uh, because it, it's. It, I'm always I'm always surprised when I see Tacoma changing for the better. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I necessarily should mm -hmm. be surprised, but we talked about they like every thirty years or so there's some sort. Of, uh, of financial crises that uh, kind of tanks the place. Yeah. Uh, the 70s definitely had that issue earlier when, uh, maybe towards the early 1900s, when everyone thought that uh, Tacoma was going to be terminus. Oh, yeah. And then that just went really, really poorly. And that's, <laughs> that's so sad. Yeah, what, 1870s? Like, Tacoma was going to be the hot spot. Every railroad came here, and, like, we had the best port. And then, yeah, the country goes bankrupt. And Seattle, I just discovered this recently, jumps jumps ahead of the line because they brought in on a ship, I think, something like 155 whores. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, hey. that Then that was how Seattle was built. Like, yeah. Seattle was built on lumberjacks and whores and people going up to we the like Klondike. We like to call them prostitutes. Oh, sorry. That yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think at the Man. time, you know. <laughs> you guys, come on. Courtesans. And part of the problem also was the, the Klondike Rush. Oh, yeah. Because that definitely influenced it. And uh, Tacoma has kind of been a stepchild a lot of the times. And uh, I, I like to think of Tacoma as the blue collar older sister. Oh, 
You know? Ooh, yeah. Like, uh, let's not See, brand I'm, her so, as I'm a like calling like the yeah. dive bar the shitty dive bar. No, like, man. Classic. Yeah. You've Dude. got you got a really good way of words that is uh, uh, making the making uh, good putting a good shine on uh, things that I'm just like. Because the thing, all the white collar <laughs> joy of Seattle. Like I'm not knocking Seattle. I love it. It's a sweet city. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to admire about it. But meanwhile, Tacoma's just been down here. Actually working yeah. for the family, not taking fancy vacations with mom. Winning fist fights since yeah. 1860. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, Tacoma's the city I'd want to date. Oh. Aww. Aww. He likes him a little scarred up and rough. <laughs> I can make one hell of a project. Projects. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Projects. You need to fix her up, her lady. Um, I, I absolutely 100% love the fact that you guys are doing a ton of tours. And it's not just one area. You guys are focusing across all of Tacoma. Absolutely. And including, like we said, the east side, downtown, some of the ghost tours. You guys are doing a boozy tour as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a variety of sort of booze tours. I think our most prominent is the uh, the Lincoln drink because there's just so many the Lincoln drink the Lincoln drink do you guys do that all the time or or? that's a new yeah that's constantly running oh okay well downtown on the go does it um, a couple times a year or something yeah Yeah. okay so that's how we know that that's how we know it yeah yeah and it's it's very similar I mean it's a pretty straightforward I don't really pitch it to people who live in Tacoma because that's what they do anyway that's what you do yeah it's not (laughs) you're not wrong it's nothing we're not reinventing the wheel with that one no we're like yeah we Get, we drink here and then we ride the light rail to the next bar. That's what we do. So Pretty we don't. <laughs> and, and, and I think the thing that we pride ourselves on that one, despite not being official Tacoma historians, is that there are so many cool stories about those breweries and sort of their inception in Tacoma. Yeah. Breweries and well, distilleries. Have you guys been to Old Soldier Distillery? Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic! Right, like all those great storytellers. Yeah, we we've hit all those guys, and it, it's one of the neatest things about Tacoma is their just acceptance of that kind of stuff. Tacoma's well, like, yeah, you want a brewery? Of course, bring it on. Right? Yeah, do you want yeah, exactly? Small, so they're really, really, really great with small business, like mm-hmm. all the way around. Like, yeah, it's really, they're really shitty to big businesses. Mm-hmm. Russell Investment, may they rest in peace. But. They ran them out of town. But as far as small business and building your business, Tacoma's the spot to do it. And I think that's going to be the saving grace of Tacoma is because every time you see something tragic happen in Tacoma, I'd make the argument it's because some bigger enterprise... Yeah, speaking of scars, yeah, yeah, it's the it's the, the the getting hurt again and again by the big business. Why not keep it small? Yeah. So I think if Tacoma stays true to that... Uh, it has a very good chance of surviving the next whatever financial crisis is coming down the pipe. <laughs> Do you have a favorite location, a uh, favorite landmark, uh, the, a favorite spot of Tacoma, just personally? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's so many above, like so many around. Personally, I think one of my favorite spots is uh, is Wapato Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, just the history yeah. of growing up there. Uh, and you used to swim there. I did. We heard that story once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, it makes me a little sad every time yeah, I hear it. In the lake? Yeah, in the lake. Okay, so <laughs> back before it was it was coated in the green sheen, maybe it still was at that point. I don't know. They still have the little swimming area, um, but I remember learning how to swim there. My stepdad dunking me in the water, me crying a whole bunch. I mean, Damn. these are the things that are ingrained into my brain. But yeah, we would go to Wapato Park and swim. And I don't know if, I mean, they've cleaned it up a bit now. I know that they fish. You can fish if you're a little kid there. I think people still swim. I I don't know for sure, but I I think that if you walk around it, they have like a swim area. I... 
inclined to agree. I, I don't know that. Yeah. 100%. But that's one of my favorite memories, one of my favorite places. Do you have anything along those lines? Yeah, I got a few. I'm going to give you my top three. Oh, sweet. Um, first, I'll start with my number three. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. I, I love the Tacoma waterfront. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird for a port city to have the relationship with the water that it does. Yeah. But, like, so few people actually engage with it. Well, a lot of people just think of it as the area that makes Tacoma smell mm-hmm. uh, because of those ports oh, okay. and yeah. the, the industrial area. But, I mean, right across the way is Ruston. Oh, yeah. Which is beautiful. And not just the parts where they're shoving uh, condos on the very end of it. Yeah. But they're just that whole walkway is beautiful. You know what I found just being new to the area is the beaches are hidden. Right? Well, they are. And that's the thing. Is mm-hmm. that's, I, that's why I think pe- more people don't go out into the water, right? Is because you you have to actually go find the beaches, right? One of my... So I have these uh, 16-foot sail kayaks. Of course you fun. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wish he was here. One of the co-founders of Pretty Gritty, uh, Paul, has this phrase that he likes to have me repeat when I get too arrogant. Because sometimes Tani and I'll be like, you know, we were in Mumbai a few years ago and we were uh, mm. filming for uh, you know Cheap Aware. Uh. And he'll be like, oh, you mean back when you were smoking hookah in Marrakesh? <laughs> <laughs> so if at any point uh, I start to get too much to handle, I'll just be like, oh, you mean like when you had a hookah in Marrakesh, right? Uh, but I, I have these sail kayaks, and I'm a little jealous of a hookah Marrakesh right yeah, now. Right? I'm like, damn it, god damn it, that'd be nice, what a bastard. Uh, and kind of right on the corner of the Foss Waterway, uh, on the like paper mill side, yeah, there's this beach. This beautiful beach that's just perfect. It's like, I don't know, 14 feet by 6 feet, perfectly framed by that industrial (laughs) complex out there. And I was out sailing with a buddy. And as we cruise around the corner, there's just this woman in a bikini sunbathing in the industrial beach. Sure, why not? (laughs) And that's Tacoma for me right there. It's a Tacoma postcard right there. Yeah, Oh, my God. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, But you're right. The beaches are just like... Hidden gems throughout, and like like I said, there's not really a relationship with the water like you'd think there would be. Hmm. There's not a ton of recreation on it, but there really should be. Yeah, um, I mean so that's my number three. I know about Owen Beach, uh, but that's hidden uh, uh, almost in the five mile drive of Point Defiance. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to get to. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, so my number two is Hilltop. Which, uh, again, like I was saying in the 90s, that's where Wright Park is. Uh, it was famously a place you did not go to. Right. Uh, you did not hang out in. Uh, Brogan has had multiple places where he lived there. <laughs> like, he lived right across the street from St. Joe's. Okay, and yeah. it was always interesting because, I mean, it's right next to a hospital. Mm-hmm. Right next to Wright Park. Right next to all these places that uh, traditionally will have people, uh, a lot of homeless and a lot of crime and a lot of issues on that end. Why, why is it your number two favorite? Oh, man. Well, I now live in Hilltop. And it is the first place I have ever lived where it's like a sitcom neighborhood. Like, I know every neighbor I have. Nice. And everyone is just involved. Like, when we were moving in, I'm going to say half a dozen people instantly were like, oh, hey, by the way, I live six houses down. Nice. And, like, I know people there. It's like... Tacoma is pretty good at that, like I was talking about. They, they'll they talk to you whether you want them to or not. And so you got to be ready for that. Yeah. And that's one of those things. You definitely be ready for that and know that, all right, cool, now I know my neighbors at least. You're yeah, going to fucking know your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> one way or the other. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm inviting all of mine to my housewarming. That's for damn sure. Uh, so I, I love it. It's the most... Most like 
bonded to a community I've felt. Uh, are you afraid that uh, when they're going to bring the light rail there, there's going to be a change? Mm, I'm not afraid of it. I think it's going to be really okay, okay. good. I, man, I've wanted a light rail for so long. And, you know, and that was the, that's what I'm talking about with Tacoma. It's like it used to have the rail car system that went all the way throughout. Yeah. And it was, that was a golden time for the city. People could commute around and they were more engaged. They went local shopping and stuff. And I want that. Let's build a wall around the city. <laughs> put the light rail back in. Let's just, let's commit to this, you know? What's your number one? My number one is I'm obsessed with the old city hall building. Oh, yeah. Deeply and passionately. We want to do a ghost hunt there. I want to do a ghost hunt there. I don't know how, how in uh, Scott or Brogan uh, no, or I, Jeff. I think we could get Dunkelberger. I think he's got keys. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I think he'll, he can roll with us. I mean, in. I... Would you want to come in with Would you want to come with us? I just got to go on a, a solo tour of it recently. Really? Yeah. So part of the uh, pretty gritty momentum right now is that we've been doing so many tours uh, in conjunction with the city and the Historic Preservation Office. Mm-hmm. And so I pitched to them that I would like to, since they won't allow me to actually give a tour of Old City Hall, mm-hmm. that I could go in just alone and do a video tour of it. Ah. So we actually have that video tour up on our Facebook page right now. Perfect. But they just cut me loose. They're like, all right. Go have fun. I might have seen that. I, I might have seen that video because yeah, you on your Facebook page it, it, because I was wa- looking through your stuff. I, we we talked about it. Oh, did you do something? You did something with the Grit City magazine, right? Oh yeah, Not yeah, yeah, yeah. So Grit City and oh, I. We need to talk to those guys too. Yeah. They, oh, you're gonna love them. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're gonna be like, God, why did we even have Chris on this? <laughs> we should have started at the top. Uh, but yeah, no, I. You guys go to Old City Hall if you can. Yeah. That sounds like fun. I, I don't should. know if Dunkelberger still has keys. But he did at one time. I can confirm. I yeah. know he, he did. He, he told us he did at one time. But that guy's he probably kept his he dude, probably kept his set somewhere. He's got hands in everybody's pockets. <laughs> Watch out for that dude. Right? Oh yeah, he's got hands in other people's watches, man. Right. We found that out. <laughs> right, that freaking guy. Oh man, thank you so much for spending some time with us, Chris. Absolutely, my pleasure. Uh, where can people find yourself uh, and Pretty Gritty Tours across social media websites, all that stuff? Everything is very conveniently branded with Pretty Gritty Tours, either at Pretty Gritty Tours or prettygrittytours.com. We are super active on Instagram, Facebook, and basically every day throughout the week, I try and post something uh, hidden or unknown about Tacoma. So if you just want to learn about it, maybe you're not from this area, you can definitely learn about it. Oh, that's so cool. And come join us on a tour, because everything is bespoke. Uh, Seven days a week? Uh, Nope. I okay. take Sunday and Monday off. Perfect. Okay, so Tuesdays through Saturdays, mm-hmm. but you can find all that information at prettygreedytours.com. Harass you guys with uh, questions about please, it. And all please those. harass us. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. Oh, pleasure is mine. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com.